bounce game. Sorry if you can't see. It is recording. It is recording. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so let me see what episode this is. I think. Uh, twerk party for a hundred. Whoa. If I know how to twerk again. Girl, I'm so old and, and fucking, <laughs> fucking, what is it called? Like, uh, rusty? Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We need to put some WD-40. Okay, 92. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 93 of the Fresh Mondays podcast with your two favorite podcasters, Diana and Marley. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Shout outs to, um, the Lakers for winning and the Heat for losing yesterday. Uh-oh. I don't know <laughs> if that's the way the people in the Miami area want to hear it, but... I know. But that was, I mean, it was a great show. It was a, a good game. show. <laughs> okay. How else can we put this? Yeah, yeah. Um, people hate LeBron. People love LeBron. That's what I got from this. Yeah. The, the love-hate relationship people have for him is... is is something else. I, but people had that same love-hate for Jordan, for anybody, right? Like, isn't that the whole, isn't the whole way A lot of, of people game? hated Kobe, too. May he rest in peace. Right. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's, it'd be like that sometimes. I mean, when you're excellent, you're excellent. So that brings a different type of attention. And plus, in my opinion, when people are really, 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 really good at what they do, they're very unapologetic and it doesn't always come across as a as, nice thing. As Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a genuine, it doesn't sound genuine or like, no, I just, I just practice and learned how to do this. No, he's naturally born with this. So he doesn't really know probably how to explain it any other way. I guess <laughs> you can't expect the person who's the best at something to be humble always you know they're gonna there's gonna be a, a level of arrogance and cockiness because that also keeps you motivated so I, I i understand sometimes when people are very high performing or really good or extraordinary you can't expect them to always be like your favorite person you know what i'm saying it's just that's what i've learned with time when people are really excellent at something you can't expect them to also be like mother Teresa at the same time right Right. I've worked with coworkers like that. Like that person who can do everything, does the most, gets called on all the time, gets all the work done. And they kind of just, they know that it's going to be there as always. They're not the nicest people. Not always. No. But like, go ahead and give it to Jimmy. Anybody care? Yeah, but shout out (laughs) to the Lakers franchise. We all know how iconic they are. Um, it It was painful for the Heat and Miami because... It's a very young team, and for a young team to make it that far. It's a good-looking team, so when yeah. I started looking up the ones who were making the shots. Yeah. <laughs> Women. We're like, yo, the basketball players is cute, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, really... <laughs> I was like, oh, where yeah. they from? They ain't from around these parts, let me tell you. Right. That's so I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, shout-outs to the Lakers. I mean, it's a nice kind of full circle for the year. Lakers winning because Colby dying earlier right. in the year. I like that. The whole part delay of, it, of sure. everything. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of wrapping up. We're in October when basketball was supposed to be over in June, July. But wrapping that up like in a nice bow with everything. So right. pretty awesome. Good stuff. Very and cool. hopefully next year. And um, yeah, we're going to continue. And who knows if there's going to be a bubble again? Who knows? Oh. 
at this rate, I think we all in some sort of bubble in some way, shape right. or form. Right, right. I mean, I think that it's a great time for us to kind of discuss how we got out of our own bubbles. And yes. we both recently went on some trips. That's why we took a little break from recording because we were both traveling. Um, as you guys noticed that do follow me on social media. I was in North Carolina about uh, almost two weeks ago now. I went to Charlotte. I had never been to North Carolina before. Um, I heard it's a beautiful place. It is beautiful. It's interesting how when you go to certain areas of our country, you start to value the beauty of nature in a different way. Mm -hmm. And North Carolina is one of those places. Like it's, um, it's just ideal when it comes to like a a state that does seasons. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of green, there's a lot of open space, there's a lot of land. So, you know, that, that makes a lot of beauty. It's not quite as cold as it is in other states. It takes a little longer. Um, they do have very hot summers there from what I hear. But aside from that, it's, it was peaceful and quiet and, like, very clean. You know, the things mm-hmm. that you notice when you leave, like, major <laughs> cities. You're like, wow, this is mad clean and Like, beautiful. this place cleans up after itself. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. People don't throw trash on the actual street here. You or know out I- their window. Yeah. Like keep they they have an upkeep to like their own city does an upkeep of their surrounding area i mean it's less people at the end of the day less people and less less commotion less less nightlife it's just different so it's nice to kind of step out of your comfort zone and see that and be in another culture be in a very um white culture that's interesting for me especially living in miami where it's not like that because Mm -hmm. it's a very latino city so it's kind of like you you get to experience hanging out with a different demographic of people, which is really nice. There's a lot of breweries, and my boyfriend's a huge beer guy, so that was like something that we did a lot while they were there. <laughs> um, a lot of barbecue restaurants, um, and I'm not a big, big barbecue restaurant person. However, that smoke pit taste is amazing wow so if you go to north carolina any of the carolinas from what i hear go and get some barbecue get some smoked meat of some kind it's fucking delicious <laughs> and their mac and cheese is to die for so it's like american real american food that's like yeah. super unhealthy and like heart attack shit but phenomenal you pace yourself like yeah. you, you got that real southern southern feel yes like that like oh i get it like this yes. is soul food. This is heavy on you. Yes. I'm gonna sleep after this. Heavy. We heavy. have to keep walking. <laughs> exactly. Heavy, heavy meals. But it's nice. It's something that you do sometimes. You don't do it every day, but you get to experience something that is very part of the American culture, quote unquote. So it's nice. And it's fall, and you know, it's especially in a person like that lives in South Florida, you don't get seasons. You so like to get it's, a fall. Exactly. To travel and get to see that. So I recommend Charlotte. It was nice. Tourist things, a lot of outdoors things. Um, got to see a lot of local uh, art monuments, went to their museums. I liked it. Would you move there? Like, would it be an option? Um, I don't see myself living there mm-hmm. personally. However, if the circumstances brought me to a situation like that, there are certain things that really inspire you. Because, for example driving around you see these huge homes with like these beautiful setups and backyards and like the american dream basically you know what i mean mm-hmm. like beautiful beautiful homes that you feel like you should be going for thanksgiving dinner with your whole family you know 
and it has that vibe and energy and not to say that you can't find that in other places but it doesn't feel the same you know what i'm talking about marley it does not feel the same like yeah. it's like it feels like a home when you see mm-hmm. those homes in that type it, of it environment. feels like why yeah like because florida we have all these cookie cutter very suburban looking identical back-to-back homes and you just right. get so irritated when you're actually because I've been looking at homes lately right because I want to know what my next move is and I would like to purchase and I'm like I just want character I want something that just says that is my personality and that's what you see in front of you and that's where like homes outside of Florida have that uniqueness to it and they're beautiful and then like the season hits it like in a winter and you'd be like damn that's a beautiful house no it is it is and you have like these beautiful trees with like leaves that are falling and beautiful and orange and you're like yes. wow like this is like beautiful i get it and then here it's like you have the one developer that built 15 different communities and it's like oh this is part this seven is of this right. you know what i mean yeah but like heron bay part three right and you'd be like yes sir we know we saw two and one Mm-hmm. With the same on it, with the same roofs, the same shape, the same colors, options. Same colors, no options. This is the color of the houses. This is the color. Yeah. 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 So it's beautiful to step outside of that. And maybe yeah. that's just our life kind of stuck in that South Florida portion of it. I maybe. know up North gets a little bit more optional, but. It does. It does. And, and then again, I also do have a bias because I don't want to live in Northern Florida. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, it's just, it's whatever. But ultimately, in conclusion. I go to North Carolina, visit. I'm, I've been wanting to go there. That's one of my list of places. I know it's up and coming, not up and coming, but no, it's Charlotte growing. is. Charlotte it's is growing. It, there's a Charlotte, boom. There's a boom there's, for sure. There's booms happening in places. We just got to find, there's several places. Um, yeah. I went to Nashville. Mm. Actually, I went to Nashville and Kentucky. So Tennessee oh. and Kentucky. Okay. Um, I have a friend who lives on a military base. So she's on the border. And so that was an experience of being in two states at the same time. Um, And also experiencing being on one of our army bases and seeing how kind of the government provides for those who do service for us, who service this country. No, it's not. It's not. Well, it's nice what's provided, right? Everything is there. Everything is nicely kept up as much, but also some things on the outside of the outside it's an outdated right you expect a little bit like the government putting in a lot and i think we also have to consider sometimes we have to see how our veterans end up some days and then you'd be like ah if this is what our veterans end up like right like you look at this how they were living when they were provided for you'd be like they don't really do a lot of keeping to the modern taste to the modern view Right. But everything then, inside the home looks beautiful and it's up to date. Right, but then again, the response is, we're giving this to you at no cost. So you guys also it's have a tip to... tip or tat kind of... Right. It's a lot of things. But I will say, it is living in the, um, in the post, right, as they call it, is a fantastic thing. I think it's amazing for families. There's schooling, the grocery store, the access to everything, being near to all these things. You don't have so to they leave. they have like their own spaces. town, like their own? It's an entire town. Really? Oh, wow. Just, okay. If you don't have to go far, you don't have to go far. Okay. Right? It's there. Well, this is one of the biggest bases, the second largest base in the country. Okay. So it's quite large and quite Do you know where the people. biggest one is? I don't know. 
I'd have to look it up. Is it San Diego? I don't know. I feel like it's it's somewhere Maybe in it's the San West. Diego? Maybe because or Cal or Colorado. I know for sure What's that those, Car- those two states have a lot of people in the military living there. Hmm. I hear your phone. Mm. You're Googling. Sorry. Yeah, Googling. <laughs> we want to give you guys some facts. Right. Um, Fort Bragg in North Carolina. It's the no, largest. Base. I was wrong both, but yes. <laughs> okay. So the world's largest one is Fort Bragg. So yeah, very interesting. I mean, but living on, I mean, for the Kentucky, Tennessee, and I won't say that it's not nice, but I'm just saying a couple of the outside of the homes are outdated, not every home, mm-hmm. right? But you just expect something grandier, I think, and sometimes. For but defending was, the country, right? For defending the country. <laughs> But I mean, everyone lives nicely. Right. Everyone has, it lives comfortably. Everyone has beautiful space, backyards, you know, those kind of things. You have to care for it, of course. Um, and schoolings are there. There's options of several different schools, um, grocery stores, almost shopping malls, uh, drive throughs It's all there. So that was interesting experience to be a part of because I've never been an army brat or like a family member who lives in the army. So I love that. Um, Kentucky is rural as you imagine it to be. It, I think, I don't want to say it's exactly what you imagine, but it is. I mean, is, I picture it being very country. It does have its very country. There is very okay. much, uh, double wide trailers with tons of space, right? Mm-hmm. Like more land than the house kind of thing. Right, right, like, right. All right. You know, there's a lot of that, but then there's beautiful homes too. Right. So I mean, you have about, the space and I'm sure it, the real estate is very affordable. I'm a guessing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, same with the Tennessee side. There are homes, large homes with beautiful, beautiful surroundings and scenery and those kind of things. Um, Nashville, the city itself, boy, is it a party town. They are no joke. I mean, um, it's the capital of music, no? Yes, it is the music city, as they call it. And I would call it the country version of New Orleans but without being able to drink on the street. Okay. Is it as grungy? It's not as grungy and it's not as big either. It's okay. very, like their little strip is very there, okay. <laughs> right? It's just, this is it. Um, but the bars are ginormous. They're story, stories high, three, four stories. People wow, are oh, out cool. the wind. The windows are wide open. Oh, very Bourbon Street. Yes. So that's, and then music is just blasting through every single one of them, but it's live music. These are, these singers out there are singing for their life. They are performing like, you know, because they're waiting to be seen. Right. That's where people get discovered in the country world. Mm -hmm. And they are just performing nonstop. There's one in every single bar. So imagine 15 singers playing at the same time. Wow, that's so like, awesome. What is happening? And I this would is love live to experience band. that. That's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. Um, beautiful voices, too. Like, spectacular artists. Um, and people are drinking at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And they very are American. partying. Very very. It's very American country mm-hmm. feel. And I was like, or New Orleans, I felt more in. Like, oh, okay, I can, I can hop into this jazz and this band right. playing. And we can scooting here whatever right there it was very outside of almost my culture that i've experienced right but i i love country music myself but it just overall was like i don't know where i fit in 
to this, but everyone still was welcoming. Of course. Right? Everybody's Everyone's very, like, come here! <laughs> very nice and very sweet when you, in those smaller environments. Yes, they are. Right, right. Um, so just, it's a clean city as well. Um, the, view, the trees, the views, everything. It's just, it's laid out so nicely. And again, I, for some reason, we run into these cities, or I guess because we've been to New York more often, we run into these other large, big cities that would be like, this is really clean. Right. <laughs> right. Like, this is really like, they do some work here. Um, so I loved it. I had a good time. It was a place I'd visit again. Nice. We didn't do bar hopping, just because they were still packed at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I don't want to be in packed, packed, packed spaces. Right. If that makes sense. Um, but it was an interesting experience. And I'd do it again. Very cool. Nice. I know for sure Nashville is one of the uh, areas I would like to visit one day. Because mm -hmm. once again, my goal is to see every state. So um, <laughs> because uh, I, I definitely want to try to travel within the United States. Especially right now where there's so many borders that are closed. Yes, yeah. things are opening up. But it's like everybody's definitely ready and itching to do something. You know what I'm saying? Cause now things are kind of like, okay, now we can start doing stuff again. And like, things are getting a little bit more relaxed. Like people are looking for activities and things to do and places to visit. And our country has plenty of things and places to visit. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, we have never taken full advantage. And I say that with confidence. I know not every, the average person does not take full advantage of oh, traveling around them. Right. Within our country. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many states that have so many different unique features and you can spend three days there and like just get to know the area, go to local restaurants, see local art, learn local history. And you can really have a good time. Like every vacation doesn't have to be like at the beach taking shots at a resort. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like every vacation is, is, can be more just exploration and yeah. participating in different things and supporting in a different way. Exactly. I will say um, one thing I know I want to go back to Tennessee is because Tennessee is so big and so is Kentucky, right? So I didn't make it to Louisville, Kentucky. So I didn't make it to like the grandier city, right? If I want to check something out. Um, but Tennessee has Memphis and has another large city I can't think of in my head but Dollywood is an amusement park in Tennessee and I love Dolly Parton that's cute so I would my love <laughs> <laughs> but who wouldn't want to go to Dollywood it's been open yeah. for years it's successful for a reason like why wouldn't I experience like you know what I mean that would be great to experience right of course but it's such a large state that it's like oh this is gonna take forever where's to Elvis's to. thing Mem um I want to say Memphis then okay because right? I, I know his like, I think so. whole museum or whatever is in those areas as well. But very cool. Um, I know that um, Kentucky is, is definitely very rural from what I hear. I, have, I know one friend from Kentucky. I actually went to her wedding in Jamaica. And she's from a small town in Kentucky. And she's one of those really beautiful um, Black women that come from these states but have that Creole background. Oh, love it. Her voice, her... Her, um, what's it called? Not voice. Accent must be really good. Like, really, like, 
unique and amazing. I mean, she has like a little bit of a draw to it, but you know, okay. she, she went to college out here. So that's why I know her because she went to mm -hmm. college in Florida, but then she went back to Kentucky when she graduated. But she is just like so sweet, so nice, so so calm. You know how people from those places are just so like calm, you know, and like they chill. Right. And like, she's just like so much more beautiful than she realizes. You know, people like that, you're mm -hmm. like, yo, do you understand that you are freaking gorgeous? You know what I'm saying? And they're just like, girl, what do you mean? And I'm like, that town did not explain to you <laughs> what you were going to do out beautiful. here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, Jesus. And she ended up marrying a, uh, also a guy that was a black guy from Kentucky when she went mm -hmm. back to her town that also is from like Creole descent. So I can't wait till they have children because I feel like they're going to have these gorgeous babies that are just so unique. You know what I mean? So it's really nice um, to meet people from places like that. She was from Kentucky and she would tell me that flights are a little challenging to get into Kentucky. That was you have my to, dilemma. Like, fly into like a major city and then take another little small plane or whatever the case is yeah mine was more flying into nashville and then my friend lives an hour outside of nashville like 45 minutes to an hour so that's the nearest one because yeah. she's on the border right right so either way would have cost her an hour and change just to get me right from wherever and then they're also close to like alabama they're close to mississippi they're close right. to indiana i was like i would have never thought to go to indiana like right. it's all those options so it's very interesting and i realized that i was like real central middle of america right, right? like oh okay like and that's not normally what you think of when you think of going on a vacation you know what i mean right like, that's not your first go-to option however it's great and it's not quite as crowded and if everyone is concerned with social distancing this is kind of the time to kind of go to places that are not super crowded and overpopulated, right? It makes sense. Yeah, I will say when I got to the airport here in Boston, I thought it was like an episode of Body Snatchers because there was no one there. Like, it was empty. Like, if something hit, like something happened and I didn't know because right. this place is empty. No, I get it. It was, it was definitely like that for a while here in Miami. But to be honest, when I flew, yo, there was mad people at the airport. I was like, yo, like it's back. Like life is back. <laughs> like I, it was really shocking. Like it was a bunch of people taking flights in Miami. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess we're back to normal. Yeah, there was, well, what my planes were still full, but the number of people surround, like the airport wasn't sending that many airplanes out, wasn't moving that much. And there was just that, that it was just a breeze. I went through security by myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, awesome. I was like, this is nothing. I love it. I love the empty airports. I'm not gonna lie. I love the empty airports. I think if anything, like we've been saying before, it's okay to travel, but with your precaution put in place. Mm -hmm. Like a gentleman that I met on the plane, he was traveling for work. Work asked him if he's okay. And he said, I'll take it. I'll go for it. Right. Like it's, he's doing it for his purpose of livelihood. And I'm doing for vacation because I need for my livelihood and my sanity right. and whatever the case is. Um, but he's aware, his job's aware they need to protect him as much as possible because he's doing a risk for them. And I know that I have to protect myself, protect myself as much as possible because I'm risking myself for this trip and I'm risking my family if I come back. Yeah, you're right. Because I live with my grandparents and all these oh, things. So I have to put that into that whole consideration. But if I, you're just with moving it. with precaution... I'm going to visit a friend. I'm staying with a friend. You know, we're moving together around in the state. Like, you know what I mean? 
wouldn't go yeah. into bars because they were crowded. Like selectivism right. is really what it is and being precautious. No, of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, they, they have rules everywhere you go. Like, you know, there's still the same rules in most Apply. places. Yeah. Oh, no. so, Tennessee had the, the mask rules while you're sitting down at the bar or at the table, you're taking off. You can have your mask off. But if you stand up from your table, like just the stand, that mask better be on before yeah. you move around. Well, yeah, same. Plain and simple. It's like that. I mean, it's like that. To, well, everywhere I have been, is has been like that. It's been like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well enforced. So it's moving with precaution. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, I also want to segue into something because it just triggered a memory I had. Um, this weekend, I ended up having a conversation with a young lady, um, younger than us. She's in her, like, mid-20s. And... Um, we were just talking and we stumbled to one conversation and she was with her boyfriend and her boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And he like walked away and like her and I continue having a conversation. And I guess, um, you know how sometimes when you're going through something, you want to talk to someone who doesn't know you Mm -hmm. just to kind of like vent Mm -hmm. and get a perspective on something. I feel like she felt that way about me. And like, she felt like she wanted to just vent and let something out. So really cool girl, uh, great energy, good vibe. And she was just like, um, she asked me a question. She's like, do you think that when people are as young as me, they can find like a lifelong partner and be with them like forever type of vibe, you know? And I mean, I'm sure you know me well enough, Marley, that I'm anti-marriage at a young age. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I proceeded with caution. So I was just like, you know, let me get to know a little more, whatever. And she was kind of like, no, because, you know, I don't know if like it's the right time for us to like commit strongly and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I told her, I was like, look, if, if you're having second thoughts, like maybe you should listen to them because you're young enough to kind of learn whether or not you're ready. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're at a stage that you're, it's okay for you to say, I'm not sure and you want to understand other things. So she kind of was like, no, wait, let me, let me pause that. It's not me. It's him that feels that way. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I was like, all right. So what, you know, what do you think about that? And she was just like, I don't know. Like he keeps telling me that he's not sure about something. And like, he kind of feels like he kind of wants to keep his 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 life in an open status and she's kind of ready to say like oh let's get married and let's do this thing and let's have these kids he's just like you know I want to be with you but I'm not sure if I want to say let's get married right now you know like so it's kind of like something that happens you know what I mean Mm -hmm. especially when you've been I mean I don't remember how long they've been together but I guess they've been together for for a couple of years so she feels like you know I'm 25 now and I've given you a few years like now we should get married you know what I mean and he's kind of like, from what I gathered from when she told me, that he's kind of like, wait, you know, I'm not sure if that's what I want to do. Yes, I love you. Yes, I want to be with you. It's not that I don't want to be with you, but I don't necessarily think that I'm ready to say I want to marry you. The commitment, he's not ready. Like that, that, I don't want to say commitment because he's already in a committed relationship per se, but marriage is a different step of commitment from what I would gather right like that's just it should be it should be it's like it's a whole new level because from my understandings from everyone things change once you officially have gotten married 
and at least I want to believe it does I mean you know because I want to get married one day so yeah I want to believe that that's true you know that things do change but at a young age you're some people feel like they're missing out on something more if they do it too early they're 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 what if it's a mistake at this young age and then if we end up divorced or something at an older age what do I do with myself then or what I miss out on is maybe do you think his thoughts are like that and men are different too than women because a lot of us we are so mature at the I mean 25 is young but I'll say that at me you're gonna laugh when I say this when I was 18 19 20 I thought I was gonna have children by 23 25 right and that's a joke now that you get this is like as as 33 now i could never imagine that of happening but our headspace is so mature and so advanced sometimes at that age that that's how we envision things and i don't think men just don't see it that way um well, one thing I've learned with modernization and equal rights is that I don't say terms like that anymore about men because there mm. are men that are different and there are men that think differently. And that, yes, correct. So I don't categorize men that way anymore. And I don't mm-hmm. say men, I don't, I never say things like all men are cheaters. I never say things like all men don't want to commit. I never say things like all men are unable to be, you know, vulnerable. I don't, mm-hmm. cause I don't believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are percentages that may lean more towards one type of personality, but I'm not going to say that. So, yes, I believe that there are men that are probably 22 and that are dying to get married. It happens. Right. In my personal environment and experience, I didn't meet many men like that. No, nor did I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so I guess that our, our, uh, our database is limited. It's it's based on our environment, right? Right. So it's like, I mean, however, when you meet more people from the South, we were just talking about that, their values are different. And they still do get married younger than we do. Mm -hmm. And um, when you meet people from other countries too, they do get married pretty young. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it happens still, but in a more Americanized city, East Coast type of personality type, we don't get married young and we don't have killed kids young. Like that's kind of like the trend now. Mm-hmm. Um, so because that's my mind state, I, I think I understand where his perspective is coming from, where he doesn't necessarily think that he's ready to make a decision like that. Like, I feel like because I know where I'm going to live to a hundred years old, I feel like at 25, I can't decide who's going to live the life with me until I'm 100. I'm 100. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that just hit hard because I didn't think about it that way. Like, I think 75 years with someone is is a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I think you're blessed if you find someone that you can do that with. Beautiful. But I, I think that your brain is not even fully developed by the time you're in your early 20s. So it's like, I don't know if I'm necessarily comfortable with encouraging a person at that age stage to say this is a decision that you should make for the rest of your life that's just me that's why I haven't had kids that's why I didn't have kids in my 20s you know I didn't have kids because it was a choice at the end of the day Mm -hmm. because we could all have had kids in our 20s if we wanted to Mm -hmm. whether it would have been in a relationship or out of a relationship you could have had a child 
You yeah. see what I'm saying? But however, you take the precautions to not have a child. So it's like, I, I've, I feel like I've consciously made decisions to get to this point in my life. So I chose not to put myself in those permanent decisions during that stage of my life because of the way that I was brought up. What I saw from my parents being teen parents, being raised by a parent that people thought was my sister when I was growing up, mm-hmm. it's like you learn how hard it is to be a young parent. So it's like you kind of just want to enjoy your life the way your parents encourage you to. Right. Because they're telling you, listen, trust me. <laughs> like and this is not what you this is not this is not it. I love you. I adore it's not you. All it's meant to while well, you think it's cracked up it's to be great at the moment, to be your, right away. your parent. It's amazing. But if you can wait, wait. Because yeah. like you know what I mean? Like trust me, just wait because it's gonna be a lot of work and your and I, whole world changes. And I think for me it was life changes, life actions or things that have occurred in my life had made me decide to wait longer. Right. So I had that little, you know, oh, at 22, 23, 25, I want to be, you know, married and kids. And then life, whatever was happening, occurring around me was like, wait, that's not what I want. Or like, maybe this is not what real life is for me or the direction I want my life to go in. Right. So I made those decisions differently as I continued my life on. Right. Like I was set and plan on it. And then I was like, no, then I kind of shedded those ideas and things and be like I can care for myself I can live life differently I don't need to be cookie cutter 20 something like my parents did and have all that stuff across but that's the thing I don't think it's cookie cutter anymore to have a whole family by the time you're 27 years old like I I think that it's beautiful if it happens of course I think it's really a big accomplishment for anyone to make such a mature decision and have a home and, you know, have Mm -hmm. a job and have kids and have that shit all set up by such a young stage. I think that's amazing. But the part of me that always encourages people to kind of find themselves is because I'm the best quality partner I've ever been with anybody in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because of my life experiences. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm in the healthiest relationship I've ever been in in my life is because I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life right so it's like it took time for me to be healthy you know what I mean and it's Mm -hmm. like I didn't I didn't have the capacity to do that when I was in my early 20s I didn't have the life experience to make those decisions when I was in my early 20s and I didn't have the desire to limit my experiences when I was in my twenties. So it's like, that's why I say it's all been a choice to get to this point. Yeah. Sometimes you go through hard times. Like you said, life happens. You, you end up dealing with fuck dudes that fucking break your heart and it destroys you. It happens. But because of those heartbreaks, those disappointments and those harsh hits, that's why I can value Mm -hmm. the person that I'm with. Number one, and number two, I can also be a better partner and, and be less erratic and crazy and, and ridiculous. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, that's why at times when I meet people at such a young stage that say things like that, I try not to like burst their bubble, but in my head, I'm just like, I don't know if this is a decision you should be making right now. Yeah. It shouldn't be. And I, I wonder how people, I guess you have to be really confident and sure in your decision and those things. You're right. It has, you definitely have to 
think it through, plan it through, and make sure that's the person you want to be with for the long haul, for the long extent of it. I mean, you're never a hundred percent sure about anything, so you always have to take a risk when you make decisions like that. But I, I just think that you need to know yourself before you say I'm gonna be with someone forever. Like that's just my stance. And when I spoke to her, and she kind of said, "What should I do? What should I do?" I was like, "Listen, you need to stop pressuring him, because if you're pressuring him twenty four seven, that's gonna." push him away Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying like if you're like one thing you learn as a woman with time you cannot nag and 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 harass your partner like Mm -hmm. you never get anything like that like men do not react well to that so it's like you have to kind of also speak their language you know what i mean you can't just (laughs) you gotta stoop to their level or something you have to it's not stupid it's understanding the opposite sex it's Mm -hmm. not about it's like we're just our brains are different so it's like you can't you can't box in a person and say this is the only option you have the guy is not going to like that like it's like i I don't know why that's not clear (laughs) (laughs) i think that we should know that by now like we should know that at the end of the day, this is a male and you can't just act as if you can run him. You know what I mean? So you have to yeah. allow him to, you have to listen to him as he he's has- making his own decisions. You know what I'm saying? And you're, she's blessed to have a man who's communicating with her right. clearly what right. his wants or needs or thoughts or feelings are, because that doesn't always happen with almost anyone, male or female. It's it, for people to have clear communication that's a clear start in your relationship, right? That's a good starter for where you guys stand because it's a clear, communicated emotion and feeling of where he stands and where you and where she stands at the moment. And that should help them talk it through what they feel is the best next steps or what it is that happens next to the relationship. Right. And just because you don't get married right away doesn't mean that you guys won't. You right. see what I'm saying? Like it, it sometimes people just want to do things a little later. And yes, mm-hmm. trust me, I am a woman. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to put in time with anybody unless there's a future, <laughs> you know, right. of course. But I think that people should be a little bit more compassionate when you're younger. Yeah. That, that's what I'm going to say. I definitely understand that. But keep on that communication too. Yeah. Just continue that communication, keeping it clear. I think it'll solve or take care of whatever thoughts they're having. Because you're lucky to have someone you can literally communicate with. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fact. And I don't know. And maybe I'm just corrupt and (laughs) and too free. But I feel like you have to have sex with a lot of people in life. Like I don't think that you should just have sex with one person. I, I mean, I know that sounds really bad. No, but like, that doesn't sound bad at all. I don't think that your but, your sex life should consist of the one guy you had sex with at 18 and then you have no other sex it. with anyone you else. You have like, no I other like, option. I think that is, but that's a part of the growth of, well, like we said, of learning ourselves because if we would have made decisions that we had or stay with the person we were with at 18, our lives would never be the same we would have never found ourselves in a better place we never would have found got to know ourselves better got to know what we like sexually because right. of several other people you've been. like you know what i mean right and it's like i mean maybe this is tmi 
but it's like you know how especially when you're younger and you're dating whatever like there's certain guys that you may meet that their freak level is like beyond beyond yours okay (laughs) now i understand (laughs) that this ain't for me you know what i'm saying so it's like you you know what you like and what you don't like but you also need to know in a way what pockets you're willing to go inside of you know what i'm saying right. like there's certain pockets that may not be your jam right and it's like i feel like i would never know those things unless i was put in scenarios where that was something that was offered or presented to me you where know you'd what I'm be saying? like oh that's johnny the one who likes to yeah we're gonna keep this in the book and we're not gonna call this one back or right. that was awkward not interested in him no more whatever like yeah you 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 know what you like at the end of the day by 30s you'd be like I know what I'm looking for right and then also like for example like I learned that I'm a monogamous person that I'd rather be with one person because Mm -hmm. when I was single and I was dating especially living in a city like Miami there's a lot out here and there's a lot of freedom and sexuality out here right so you meet a lot of people with a lot of different palettes you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I remember dating this guy. It was um, actually someone I met online and we went out to a date and it was cool. Like it was something very basic dinner, somewhere outdoors, very normal. In our conversation, he kind of confessed that he's into, I think it's called Voyager relationships. What is that? I think that's, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's what it's called, which is where the partner that you're with watches you have sex with other people. Oh. So, like, that um, was his thing. No. Are you Googling oh. again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> so, it's like him saying that to me. I remember sitting there and just literally waiting for the appetizers to get there because this shit happened quick. I was like, whoa, we're like talking about this shit now. So it's like he was just kind of expressing like, like that's kind of my preference. That's what I like. And I want someone who is comfortable with that, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, you know, I appreciate you being honest and, you know, telling me what it is that you prefer or don't prefer. But at that moment, I came to the realization, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who wants to see me have sex with other people and who wants to like, not keep me to themselves if that makes well, any sense i'm glad you separated yourself with, from that one because voyeurism voyeurism right voyeurism refers to watching people undress or engage in sexual activity usually without their consent oh maybe i don't i don't i don't know i don't know if that's what he meant i'm not trying to accuse this dude of like doing fake rapes but what i'm saying is that um <laughs> the, the the without consent is not the helpful part. Like that's the right. part where you'd be like, no, right. sir, that's not. I no, do but that. his, his whole thing was like, that was his thing. You know yes. what I'm saying? And it's so like, he, if he catches a couple see, having sex down the street, he's going to sit and watch through, peek through his window. Yeah. He has that pervy, a, that pervy yes, thing. That's what that is. Yeah. But he wants to do that with his partner. And like, um, you know, my, I ought you know, me and my psychology background, automatically I started thinking what kind of trauma do you have in sexuality that you feel like you need to be abused or rejected by the partner and then that partner has to desire someone else and make you feel less than so then that's when I started saying you know I don't want to ever be with anyone who wants to feel less than I like Mm -hmm. masculine men who make themselves feel as if they're the greatest because that's what I'm attracted to so it's like learning those things I would have never known that about myself 
unless I would have been put in that situation. And I'm not saying that others don't find that thing out in other ways. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's a learning experience. You see what I'm it saying? And that was clear and cut that, in the first date, as opposed to it being told you two months later. Right. And, so, and then you discover, find yourself in a bind with someone you love. Like we talk about criminals, find right. yourself with someone you're interested in, <laughs> but then you find out this is their kink. Where do you go from here? Exactly. And I think that that's fair. And I feel like that's fair of him because that's what he wants and he shouldn't settle for anything else because I'm sure there's many people that would be cool with that. But also that's that's fair that I can also be honest and say, hey, that's not necessarily my cup of tea. But, you know, let's finish our meal. Let's have some drinks. And it was nice to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was like little things like that. I The reason I say that and I share that, and that is once again TMI because that's a private. That was a private experience for me. But I I share that because I'm once again. That's another reason why I know myself, and I know right. what I do and do not want. Correct. So I would have never known that. Yeah, if you, you would have never experienced that. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and now I know. <laughs> I mean don't I'm not gonna judge you if you ever find a boo and that's what y'all do you can keep that to yourself or you can tell me I'm gonna be okay I'm just letting you know I would tell you that he told me this because I'd be like ma'am it happened to me too and I had to tell him I'm not interested but you don't know if you're interested or not because you might you're, in life no. Well, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like you don't know because if you're not exploring or participating or experiencing in some way, you don't know if that's what you're into. Right. But as long as he was clear and cut what he was into, you could just say yes and no or try it and experiment. Mm -hmm. So good luck to that couple though. Keep that communication. Right. Cool girl. Awesome girl. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, and before we wrap up this week, we usually talk about our recommendations of the week. We've both been traveling and doing our moves and things like that. But uh, do you have any recommendations or would you like me to start? I actually do have a recommendation. It's Go gonna kind of give us that vibe. You know how we were talking about back in the day stuff, and I, I went to like a '90s theme party this weekend, which was really cool nice to like my future possible brother-in-law let's see what happens Ooh. um my boyfriend's sister's uh man well is... <laughs> i had to do a dry line <laughs> yeah <laughs> connect the back there he is like really cool and it's awesome when like your family's family is cool you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like we get along really well i really enjoy his company he's become like a family member to me so that we were celebrating his birthday and that kind of gave me the 90s vibe. And then also, I started watching a show on Hulu that there's two seasons of. I'm going to look up the name right now. And it kind of goes back to the 90s vibe. And okay. um, it's the setting of the show is a character of two best friends when they're in junior high. And the reason I like it is because from what I remember, junior high was like such an amazing experience for me as well. So it's like, because like, that's when you finally started kind of like, I don't know, finding yourself and thinking you know things and like liking boys and having your first kisses and like having a best friend that's your whole world, you know, like that's that age. So I was really badass in middle school. Do you want to know my quick story now that you okay. mentioned middle school? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, so there was this girl nobody liked at all. She was mean. She was a bitch. No one liked her. And someone double, triple dog dared me to put this black hair dye in her blonde hair and I did oh, no. it 
I squeezed it in her hair. Like it was super mean girl style. And squeezed wow. it in the back of her hair during the lunch line and got internal suspension. And to this day, I feel like kind of feel bad now because <laughs> now Marley would have never done that. Peer well, pressure, yeah. Marley, with all the drama and the shit and talking shit. And if you're mean to me, did that. Well, so that when, was my. When people used to triple dog dare you. There was no choice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Like that meant I have to do this. You feel me? Like it is what it is. But she was Triple mean too, there. so don't be don't be a a bully either. At right. the end of the day, right? But like, yeah, I put that black dye in her hair, and I got internal suspension for about a week. That's crazy. Ooh, what is life? Yeah, that's funny. I think I think if you didn't get suspended around that stage, you didn't do something fun. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's been suspended. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Internal I don't know what things are like now, but like, you know. Right. But, Internal yeah. suspension where they sit you at a desk and you just be like, I'm in this office all day. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. We used to have yeah. to like do like home room all day for like our internal suspension so it wasn't oh, like we got wow. to chill we had to like do work or some nonsense <laughs> anyway so the name of the show is pen 15 and it's on hulu and it's two Isn't seasons penis? is what that what put? that means p-e-n yeah yeah i-s because oh. when you put it in your calculator you know remember uh, <laughs> like a beeper okay I yes like a beep. <laughs> okay damn you don't girl. remember that i mean I, yeah now that you said it but i guess my innocent ass was like oh pen 15 i don't know what this no, means <laughs> or like oh no what's the joke what's the joke when you go like pen is they pen oh. is, like something like there's a joke that's whatever that's what i just when you said pen 15 anyway cute show i, guess, I think well, i'm just thinking about penises i apologize gives you that nostalgia <laughs> i think i think someone may be channeling something if you're thinking about <laughs> penis but another subject but no um cute show gives you nostalgia i promise you it's kind of perfect because it's really our age bracket so it kind okay. of like oh i remember that you know they had like the lisa frank uh school supplies so is it an adult show or a teen show it's an adult show but it's kids you know what i mean like it's tv oh, okay. but like oh it's, wow no, it's, it's uh, trust. It's good. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like okay. it. Okay, on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay, I'll check that out. Um, and for me, uh, my recommendation of the week is a style recommendation. Is a chunky boot. <laughs> I bought two chunky boots from Target at a really great price, and I'm just excited for the fall. I like nice boots and fall colors. And like I'm wearing this green, I like orange, like that warmish kind of colors and vibes. So I'm just hyped about my boots and excited that someone invites me outside to go somewhere to wear them. So my recommendation of the week is buy yourself some cute boots, chunky boots. Yeah. Something to make you feel good. Like I just want to put these on and go outside and show them. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good walking shoe that's kind of casual still. You can go to a bar. Yes, it still transitions from daytime yeah. to nighttime. So that is my recommendation of the week. It's a style recommendation. Very cool. <laughs> and it's all I have. Yes. All right. Well, well, um, I appreciate those recommendations, guys. If you guys have any recommendations for us or things that we want to share, just make sure to let us know. 
um remember that you guys can also hit us up if you have any suggestions any comments or any topics or if you want us to have a conversation about something you're having a hard time with don't worry we won't put your business out there we won't say your name um as for those of you who've been watching us like the og since day one you know we've talked about a lot of personal things <laughs> on this pot platform so your secret is safe with us we'll just have a conversation and open it up to you guys and let you guys interject and give us your opinions and as always you can find us at fresh mondays podcast at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at fresh mondays podcast you can find me at love marley l-u-v-m-a-r-l-e-y i actually consider changing it but i can't figure out what to but i don't know if it's I big should moves. change it. Big moves when you do that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's kind of weird territory because everybody knows you as this, but if yeah. you change it, you're like that weird person. Like, why are you changing your shit? Oh, God, I have a cousin that changes his fucking name every three weeks. I'm like so do annoyed Do you remember him. those days people used to do that constantly with some long ass shits? Oh, I hate it. The worst. And then a lot of everyone caught on yes. to branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just keep it consistent. Uh, but yes, at love Marley underscore. You can also find Diana at I am Diana C underscore. I am Diana C underscore on Instagram, and of course, Fresh Mondays Podcast Instagram. Hit us both. Yes, and on Facebook, we have Facebook followers. People follow us on there too. Thank you guys for liking the page and following us on there. Uh, you can drop a comment there as well, and. We thank you guys for joining us this week and we'll see you next Monday.